Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Kerrville Weekly News Roundup brought to you by the Texas Elementary Podcast Network. We are the founders of the network and your co-host today in the studio, Andrew Gay, Gilbert Pies, and Tom Fox. Let me bring Tom up here real quick. Hey, Tom, good to see you. Why don't you do the honors as always and kick us off with your top news picks for this week? Sure. Uh, thank you. And my first pick is uh, honor for County Treasurer Tracy Soldan, who's been named the Texas Outstanding County Treasurer for 2023. She was recognized at the 75th Annual County Treasurers Association Conference in September. She's been County Treasurer here for uh, 12 years and uh, pretty big. Uh, well, in the County Treasurer world, it doesn't get any bigger than that. So shout out to uh Tracy Soldan, shout out to Kerr County for having uh, such an outstanding public servant. My second story comes to us from our good friend, uh, Louis um, Amstoy at The Lead, and it is about Habitat for Humanity and the uh, continued opposition to their um, building a uh, small housing track uh, of 40 homes in uh, East, uh, East, Kerrville, or East Kerrville, the um, surrounding residents are upset for several reasons. Number one, they're upset about potential traffic uh, the new homes will generate because presumably some of these people will have automobiles. Uh, one uh, resident suggested that Habitat for Humanity homes would drive down property values they criticized Habitat for Humanity Executive Director Mary Campana for allegedly not being forthcoming on the project scope or addressing the neighbor's concerns. Uh, one resident questioned uh, Commissioner Tabor McMillan, who you and I know, Andrew, uh, his eligibility to, to vote because he serves on Habitat's uh, board of directors. Um, so lots of opposition, a lot of nimbyism going on here. If Habitat for Humanity can't build reasonably priced housing in Kerrville, I mean, we're never going to have reasonably priced housing. And um, But here's the final twist, and Lewis um, Amstoy pointed this out, that if a preliminary plat has met the basic state requirements, uh, planning and zoning either has to approve it or it's automatically approved. And that's not county law, that's state law. So... I don't want to say these people are whistling Dixie, but they're uh, equally inanely throwing up um, objections to something that uh, if it's been previously platted, uh, this is um, probably going to go through. So not a good look uh, for those residents, but here we are. Thanks, Tom. What a great story. That's uh, thank you for reporting on that. You know, the, I think the workforce housing issue um, even though Habitat for Humanity doesn't necessarily spill over into that bucket, I think that it's just kind of that the the conversation kind of fits into that same mold as well. So it's definitely a hot topic for us here in the Hill Country. Gilbert, what do you got for us? Well, I've got uh, three stories that I'd like to talk to everybody about this week uh, that, that have been big newsmakers here in Kerrville. Uh, first of all, the, the first story is about the recent rash of vehicle thefts in Greenwood Forest. Um, it's a little bit outside of Kerrville per se, it's in Ingram, but if the problems that are happening in Ingram carry over which to Kerrville, which isn't that far away, of course, it could be a serious issue. There were uh, several car break-ins and there was at least two vehicles that were stolen out of Greenwood Forest. 
And of course, you know, a lot of these uh, break-ins are happening overnight when people are asleep. Uh, people make the mistake of thinking that we live in small-town America and that these things don't happen, but they do. Uh, of course, in urban areas like San Antonio, those those types of things are pretty common. Uh, but but here in Kerrville and Kerr County and Ingram, we haven't really had those problems until now. And of course, most people that you have to remember, we do live in a in a relatively decent sized city now, and you're going to have to take your valuables inside. Do not leave them in your car. If you leave your purse on the front seat or in the back seat, don't be surprised when your car gets broken into. Uh, same thing with computers, laptops, phones, and of course the whole crazy one, um, firearms. People leave those in their car and they leave them unsecured. They get stolen. So you got to be careful. Think about that. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about, uh, two of my other two stories that I wanted to talk about were uh, also brought to us from our friend Louis Amistoy with The Lead. And the uh, first story there I'm, I'm, I'll talk about is the recent sheriff's department had a sex offender roundup or, or a check-in is, I guess, really what you should call it. Uh, what they did, and, and I think this is in anticipation of October 31st, which is Halloween, and kids going around neighborhoods, they did a... Very uh, timely. Yeah, very timely. They, they did a check-in, and so they were able to locate uh, or at least identify several sex offenders. Uh, they did a check on 71 sex offenders, and they found that 11 of them were out of compliance. They also uh, found one that was a fu- found a fugitive. Uh, doesn't say here if it was he was actually a sex offender, but he was definitely a fugitive. And then they're looking, still searching for two others that uh, are part of the sex offender program, but they couldn't find them, so they're looking for them for possible registration and probation violations. Uh, and then they also, in the process of doing the check-ins, discovered some information about the sale of narcotics in the area, which, of course, is uh, a, a big problem for every community, not just Kerrville. Uh, and then last but not least, also from our friend Lewis, Kerrville P- Police Department is launching their annual Blue Santa program. If you're not familiar with Blue Santa, it's a program designed for children 13 and younger who are in families that you know are having a really tough time making ends meet. And they're trying to just bring the holiday spirit of peace, love and happiness to these families. And so uh, if if you know somebody that uh, perhaps is eligible or is interested in the program, they can pick up an application at the Kerrville Police Department inside the main lobby between 8 and 5 p.m. Uh, there's an application process. You, um, They don't just let anybody participate. There's an application process and there's some requirements before you can participate. But in addition to uh, toys and gifts for the children, they, uh, the Rotary Club, also helps provide a food baskets uh, to make sure that the, everybody in the family has a good holiday. So uh, if you are if you know somebody that could be eligible, ask them to go pick up an application. The applications are due back, uh, let's see here, uh, by October 27th. So you've got to the end of the month, basically, to get your application in there if you're interested. And then, of course, uh, even if you're not interested in participating in receiving uh, a, a present or a gift from uh, Blue Santa program if you're interested in making a donation, which is also very important because, of course, without community support, these programs can't be uh, successful. If you're interested in making a donation, you can also make a donation uh, to 
KCPAAA, which is the Curve Cat, no, Curville City. No, let's see. Um, th there's a there's a nice acronym. Oh, so uh, police. Uh, <laughs> dang it! I'm just gonna watch you struggle with it. Yeah, yeah. Say the acronym you. one thank more you. time, though. KCPAA. It's the. Okay. Um, oh, I, I know Lewis has it in here somewhere. Here we go. Here we go. Kerrville Citizens Police Academy Alumni Association. That is the group that actually puts on the Blue Santa program. It's a long and, acronym. Yes, it, it's a heck of an acronym. You can always make a donation to the program. Uh, they are a certified 501c3 organization. So any donation you make is tax deductible and they would be honored to receive it. Uh, you can certainly mail it to them at P.O. Box 290629 here in Kerrville. And of course, the zip code, because it's a P.O. Box is 78029. Or I'm sure if you made your way to the police department with a check for Blue Santa, they would gladly receive it for you. I don't you think that they would turn you down. Yeah, I think they would forward it on. So uh, Blue Santa, think about it. Participate in it if you can and make a donation. Thank you. Thank you, Gilbert. Um, for myself here, I got two mentions for us this week. Uh, number one is the one and only infamous Kinky Freeman will will join uh, Quiet Valley Ranch for Welcome Home Fest. This is under the umbrella of the Folk Festival. They made an announcement this past week. The Kerrville Daily Times had an article on it. He will be playing there next weekend, October 13th. Uh, and shout out to uh, Tom Fox, who's here with us. Just recorded an episode on the Hill Country podcast, which is part of the Texas Hill Country podcast network with Deb Rouse, who excuse me, is the new executive director of the Kerrville Folk Fest. So I was fortunate enough to be able to sit in on that interview. Wonderful podcast episode just came out earlier this week. You can find it on our website um, or it is on uh, Spotify and iTunes as well. So you can look to, to follow our links there to, to find that episode from the Hill Country podcast. Uh, and then the second mention that I had is Riverfest. So also next weekend, if you don't know, we're having the first of two eclipses that are going to uh, bless our, our presence here in the Texas Hill Country, specifically Kerrville. Um, but at the same time, we're having a couple of other events that are that are happening here uh, from from the city's perspective at the same time this eclipse is going to happen uh, next Saturday, October 14th. Riverfest is one of them. So I wanted to mention that uh, that is going to be a festival that's happening with some live music, tons of vendors, lots of, of lively action down here in Lewis Hayes Park um, next weekend. And like I said, it's going to be during the Saturday uh, when the during the time period on Saturday when the eclipse is actually happening. This is gonna be the annual eclipse. So in April, what we will see is a total solar eclipse, but the one that we're gonna see next weekend during Riverfest, while Kinky Friedman's playing at the Kerrville Folk Festival, Quiet Valley Ranch, is gonna be an annual eclipse. One other shout out uh, to our podcast network, actually, for uh, Tom and myself had recorded a, a podcast on the eclipses. It is on our, uh, uh, it's on our, uh, website and Spotify as well and iTunes. Uh, but in this most recent episode, uh, I'm sorry, most recent magazine issue of the Kerrville Area Visitors Guide. I'm going to hold this up. I don't know if y'all can see this. Let's see if I can do this here. Uh, this is the Kerrville Area Visitors Guide. So this is from the Texas Hill Country Culture folks, which is actually owned by the Daily Times, I believe, if I get my facts straight there. They just released this magazine issue. I picked one up the other day. Um, from the Daily Times, but I believe you can grab them at HEB and a few other places around town. 
And this details, this has a great article in there about the annular solar eclipse coming up next weekend, uh, how to watch it, where to watch it, things to look out for, uh, some fast facts, and just a little bit of the backstory and the differences between the annular eclipse that's expected next weekend and a total solar eclipse that we're going to see in April. What's the difference between those two? How do they differ um, and, and what to expect? And then last but not least, they did mention us here uh, as a resource. Uh, so we got the uh, first mention of the Night Sky podcast, the award-winning Night Sky podcast in the newest issue of the Kerrville Area Visitor's Guide. So thank you guys very much for your, your support there, uh, for our podcast, and for the shout out. Uh, we, we greatly appreciate it. So those are my only two mentions for this week. What, before we get off, do you guys have possibly planned for this weekend? Do you have anything exciting going on? This is one of the greatest sports weekends of the year. Oh, it's the <laughs> 11 a.m. Saturday, Red River Shootout. <laughs> That's right. UT. Will stomp OU. They you will stomp. You heard it here first. Tom Fox's prediction. What, what's that's the score that's eleven a. That's eleven a.m. Three forty-five a.m. The world champion Houston Astros start their twenty twenty-three title defense against the Minnesota Twins at Minute Maid Park in Houston. Yes, Carlos Correa is returning to the Houston Astros. Um, I can't wait. Uh, playoff baseball is the best at least as long as the Astros are in it. So uh, I've got a great sports day. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't end there because Sunday night, the Cowboys That's are right. going out to San Francisco to play San Francisco 49ers, two, the two top teams in the NFC. Uh, once right. again, can't wait. So I'm going to book in my uh, sports watching weekend and end it with the Cowboys. So how about them right. Cowboys? How about them? He, Tom's going to be have some serious quality TV time, sports sports watching time. That's awesome. You, you better you better check yourself, Tom. You might have a heart attack if all three of your teams win uh, <laughs> or lose. We don't want them to lose. Yeah, I'll have a heart attack maybe if they lose, but uh, no, I'm pretty yeah. good if they win. I'm a yeah. I'm a pretty good loser, but I'm a crappy winner. So, uh, <laughs> abuse will be held this weekend to anyone. Abuse will be held. All right, Gilbert, what are, you got any plans this weekend? Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, Saturday and Sunday, uh, our local church, Andrew, is going to have their uh, fall festival. So Notre Dame Church at the church grounds right next to the church. They're going to have their annual festival, and it'll be a fundraiser for the, the school primarily, I think. Um, but it'll be a good time. They'll have uh, bouncy houses, games and food, a live auction, silent auction. They'll have uh, bingo on Saturday. And, and oh, but did I mention food? Uh, yeah, they'll have a lot of food and then music, too. They'll have some music. So it'll be fun. If you've got time, please go out there, help support that uh, local church and the school. And uh, if nothing else, get some food and drinks and enjoy the weather it's going to be a yeah, really nice weekend say, that's that's what i think we're all looking forward to i'm looking i'm looking forward to some nice weather this weekend and that sounds like it's going to be fun i think we're going to have a really good turnout there uh i don't we don't have a lot of plan this weekend other than we have a game night plan saturday night with some folks we got Oktoberfest. we might take a, a trip over to fredericksburg and take a peek at that um but sunday my wife and i are playing in a co-ed flag flag football fundraiser um, over in the eastern part of the county. So that's going to be at Bobcat Stadium. So that's going to be a, a fun. I might, I might come, you might see me next week with my, with my arm in a sling and my, <laughs> and a knee brace on. You'll know what happened. Sounds like fun. Be that's careful. Right. Be safe. <laughs> that's right. 
Okay, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. That will do it for us this week. Uh, you know, I hope you, that you have a safe and, and fun weekend. Get out there, do something fun, enjoy the weather, uh, do something local, stay local, support local. We appreciate your support. Thank you guys so much. See you later.